Howdy everyone! Today it is the Tradition Show and we're here with an exciting guest. We're at our local 8-row plant and we're with Christina. What's up Christina? Hi! <laughs> <laughs> so today we really want to come out into this industry and support local businesses and 8-row is one of those great businesses. And we want to interview you because Jesse's got a great relationship and we love your guys' location and your guys' establishment here. Thank For you, sure. thank you. Yeah, we're uh, happy to have you guys. Well, Christina, um, let's kind of jump right into it. We're going to interview and ask you a few questions. And um, how did you get into the industry um, of what you're doing now? Uh, so I started in the industry in high school, um, you know, my mom made me get a job and it was kind of one of those things it was like okay well got into it and I never realized that I was so passionate about it until I was probably 22 and then I went to culinary school um, oh, wow. wanted to be a chef and worked in the kitchen for a while and I hated it um, just because I'm such a people person of and course, I like being yeah. around people and I like um, making people's experience you know awesome of course. And so I got to the front of the house and started managing bars and never looked back. But awesome. I did want to be a radio DJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like my go-to. I was like, DJ, I want to be on the Christina. DJ Tina Ray. You know, that was like my go-to. Um, awesome. But I, I realized soon that, you know, that was a hard industry to excel yeah. in. And so. There's still time. There's still time. Still I can still do it. Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. So also, Christina, what... So, are you born and raised locally here in Houston? No, I'm uh, actually from Louisiana. Oh, cool. I'm from Baton Rouge. Uh -huh. um, That's awesome. I was, yeah, raised in Lafayette. Um, but I've been in Houston for 20 years. That's great. So, lived in the West Coast for a while. Uh -huh. San Diego, holla holla. <laughs> um, yeah, because you surf a lot. I do. Yeah. I do. I really uh, enjoy surfing. They do have surf in Texas. Um, so, yeah, I, you know. It's awesome. That is terrific. And so can you describe your position now and kind of what you do? Yeah, so I started with uh, Agricole Hospitality five years ago, December of 2015. Uh -huh. Right, that's five years? Yeah. Four years, technically, yep. right? Technically, we'll say five. Okay, uh, and I started bartending at 8 Row. Okay. Um, and then I kind of moved up a little bit and um, started managing and then I had a baby, and they asked me if I wanted to come back and uh -huh. manage eight row, and then I proceeded to. Whoa! I proceeded to uh, move up as GM. That's where I'm at today. That's Moving up the ladder. Yeah. In, in your position now, what uh, what inspires you, or what uh, allows you to bring up with new concepts or um, new ideas? New ideas. So, yeah. Because your concepts are insane. Like you've got the halfway to Pappy Day. Yeah. Um, I think one of the best things working for Ryan Perra and Morgan Weber is that, um, and Vinny and Brian Davis is that, um, you know, I have all these crazy, wacky events that I want to do, and like, you know, I'm a very much an extrovert, and I like okay. to like throw these kind of crazy parties, um, and they they always listen, they always listen to my ideas, and That's they awesome. either. They could be a really good idea or they could be a really bad idea, uh, but they at least they listen and they, you know, they have open, open, open minds yeah. about yeah. it. Because some of them are cool because, I mean, you've done shot blocks. Uh-huh. You've done uh, snow cones. I still haven't done my monkey. You haven't done your monkey? The What's Miss, that? The, 
on 19th, right? So, yeah. yeah. So, Talk um, about that, because <laughs> I, I was really excited about you. You're yeah. going to do it, and it just fell through. So back whenever the Heights neighborhood used to be the suburbs of yeah, Houston. the suburbs. The suburbs, <laughs> right? Um, 19th Street was kind of like the party street. That was yep. where all the bars were, or the saloons were at, right? Yeah. So the story is, um, is that there was a saloon on 19th Street that used to, it was September, I believe, that used to take a monkey. Okay. And they would throw, and the monkey's name was Jenny Yanyan. <laughs> and they would parachute this monkey off of the rooftop. Interesting. And um, I guess the neighborhood or the community were, they got upset about this huge party they would throw. They would parachute this monkey off the rooftop uh-huh. and so that's, that's why the heights became dry oh. so the heights were, was dry yeah. all the way until three years ago yeah, exactly. when we finally got um it lifted yeah and so i've always wanted to throw this like huge like you know Ginny yon yon carnival type situation <laughs> like a 1920s awesome. inspired inspired yeah. carnival um and that's i want to so cool. rent a monkey yeah which can you can, we, rent. can we parachute the monkey off the top or um well i don't want to get like <laughs> Peter. that might be too far, <laughs> be too far. <laughs> so you guys but that's that's you know that's, that's kind of cool. the and you guys the point do of like, the whole conversation you know like i always come up with these crazy wacky yeah. events that i want to do and Agricole is really good about listening. And then, I mean, you guys do for stuff for the Astros, you know, for especially for like the playoffs. Um, you rent that massive. We own it massive, now. I uh, talked them into cool. buying it's, it. That's insane. That's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, I'm a huge baseball fan. I'm okay. a huge Astros fan. Uh-huh. And, you know, since we went to the, we've been going to the playoffs for the past five years, yeah. six years, uh, we always do this huge blow up screen with uh-huh. a projector and we have this huge you know party yeah. and um yeah i've convinced them to actually buy it <laughs> well my husband uh-huh. owned his company owned the screen so we would just rent oh, it from yeah, them every yeah, yeah. year and it's like a 30 foot huge inflatable you can see it probably all the way down 11th street yeah, yeah inflatable massive. screen but yeah it's fun it's fun um and obviously our pappy event um is which is the biggest event of the year yep. Um, so we, every whiskey bar, hi Steve, every whiskey bar in the Heights, or every whiskey bar in Houston and the nation uh-huh. gets allocated yeah. X amount of bottles of Pappy Van Winkle, oh, okay. um, which is huge allocation, yep. you know, very hard to get bourbon and eight row gets a specific amount uh-huh. and instead of it sitting on our back bar and we overcharging for it for the whole year, we just say, we're going to sell it all at cost yeah. the day after Christmas. And it's insane. And it's insane. A line and out so, the door like it's 6 a.m. With the whole pandemic happening, I obviously haven't been able to throw any events for the past yeah, right? 90 <laughs> days. And I had the idea um, to throw a halfway to Pappy event, okay. which is on June 26th. Perfect. Everyone put it halfway in Halfway to Pappy, June 26th. Yeah. Um, so during the, uh, whenever we were closed down, a bartender and I um, kind of got re- like a hobby. We got really into tie dyeing, and so we just were tie dyeing a bunch of stuff. And so, for example, oh, look we at this! Tie dyed Mr. <laughs> oh, Jesse awesome. Soto a shirt here. This isn't one of our better ones, sorry. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you wear your tie dye, your pappy tie dye, to eight row, you get uh, ten dollar pours of um, selected proprietary 
bourbon. Keep that in mind, everyone. June 26th. June 26th. It's going to be fun. But you have to wear your tie-dye, because I want the whole patio to be covered in rainbow <laughs> and tie-dye. And, you know, it is Pride Month, so yeah. we're all about it. Where can you get the tie-dye shirts? We sell. We actually sell them here for $15. So awesome. good Perfect. price. Yeah, That's awesome. That's so good. When it comes to uh, eighth row, can you tell us a little bit about the history of eighth row or sure. how it got started? Sure. Um, so, eight row flint is a type of corn. Okay. You have two types of corn. You have flint corn. You have dent corn. Yeah. Flint corn is said to be the first corn that made American whiskey. Oh, okay. Um, they don't use it anymore. Um, they use dent corn now, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's where the name came from. Okay. It was supposed, yeah. That's that's amazing, and one, one thing I love about you guys have a simpler location, and then just the story about the whiskey and how you guys just really cater to the the whiskey bar scene, and additionally all the other stuff that you guys offer as well with the tacos and having such good food. Uh, yeah. That's one thing I love coming back here. I had my birthday here this year, and I had such a great time. Yeah, and also the the spinning wheel is also fun, a new little yeah. experiment as well. Um, Christina, when it comes to as a manager, what do you what do you want to share with your employees, or what do you want to express as being a good manager to other people? Yeah, you know, I think um, one thing that the reason that um, we have such loyal uh, employees that have worked here for years uh-huh. is because um, all my my entire management staff they all work really hard. Yeah, like they don't we don't have anybody that's like a weak link. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of comes together and you see your boss working hard, your boss Oops, out yeah. there doing anything and everything possible to make you money. Uh-huh. It makes the team happy and it makes them, you know, it makes them want to work hard. Yes. So that's always been kind of my mindset with, you know, managing um, bars and restaurants is that I will do anything for my staff. Uh-huh. I will, I will bust tables. I will greet tables. I will bartend I will huh? clean toilets like <laughs> anything that I can do to make not only my staff happy but obviously the customers happy as well uh-huh. I'll do and so um, you know work ethic, work ethic, ethic. It's super awesome. super important in this industry um, is that the main thing you look for when building a team like when you're building a team like what do you what aspects of a person do you look for? I think, you know, work ethic is the number one thing. Um, you have to be a hard worker, especially in this industry, um, and thick skin, you know. Uh, you can deal with some, you know, different kind of customers and stuff, and so you have to kind of have a good mindset whenever you're working. Yeah, of course. Positivity. Positivity. positivity <laughs> always. Um, I never, well, whenever I walk through those two doors I yeah. never come in not smiling of course no matter what's going on in my personal life what's going on at home I walk into those doors with a smile yeah. on my face ready to work that's awesome so, I guess we've kind of touched on this a little bit um, but could you describe what hospitality means to you sure um, so hospitality obviously is uh, customer based yeah you know I can't run a business without customers yeah and so making sure that every guest that walks through those you know my doors that they are having a good experience that the drinks are you know not subparb like they are top-notch that Uh the food is good that you know they're getting good service all those things wrapped into one um you know table touches are important so um yeah you know hospitality is and I think that is 
any industry course, that you're in, yeah. no matter if you're in the restaurant industry, if you're in real estate, yep. if you're in, you know, whatever. If you're in sales, like yep. your number one thing is to make sure that your consumer is happy, right? That's exactly right. So, it's about the service of your about clients, the service. about your, your customers, yeah. it's about creating that experience that they'll never forget in, exactly. a, posi in a positive way. And it's a, you know, it's domino effects. Yep. If you can have one person have a good experience, they're going to tell somebody else, they're going to tell somebody else. And it's just going to continue on, and so. Yeah. Flip side, if they have a bad experience. I know. Yeah. Then you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> then you're in trouble. <laughs> so I have a question. But you for can you. always turn a negative into a positive. That's right. If you have the right. Yeah, mindset. I agree. That's exactly I definitely. Right. For the most part. For the most part. For the most part. So I have a question for you. Uh -oh. um, tell us about your the, your best boss you've ever had. Best boss or best client. Best boss. <laughs> Let's go both. So your best client and your favorite slash best boss you've ever had. Uh, I mean, and okay. I'm not saying this if Morgan Weber or Brian Davis or Vinny or Brian Pear are watching. Um, I don't say this to like try to get on good graces with you guys because hopefully I already am. But I honestly, you know, Morgan and the team, the the upper management that we have here at Agricole is the, in my opinion, the number one group to work for yeah um yeah. you know obviously bobby hugel chris shepherd those are also yeah. excellent excellent uh restaurant uh entrepreneurs but my opinion um agricole has the top notch you know and morgan you know um i've learned so much uh -huh. about the industry about spirits about um bar you know uh cocktails about the whole aspect of this industry course, from yeah. from Morgan and Brian Farah. You know, I mean, they've hired a lot of, uh, they're very women strong, too, it they seems are. like. A lot of the they managers are, are um, in I, all I'm their groups. I mean, it's Pretty it's awesome. sure every, G, uh, you know, you have Leonora at Cold Safari. Hi, Leonora. You have Lainey, <laughs> who's like one of my favorite human beings What's up, at Revival. Um, you know, and we, we're all very strong-willed and we're all very, you know, hard workers. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know why they're women heavy on their management, but they are, and yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, because you have the boss babes too, right? We do, yeah, yeah. the boss babes of Agricole. And what, awesome. what is that specifically? Do you guys so, do anything special with that, or what is it so more we, of your kind of your gang? Our gang. No, we. Uh, so what was that last year? Yeah. Last year we um, did this uh, thing at Revival Market where we took. Um, you know, my knowledge in bourbon, okay. we took Leonore's knowledge in wine, oh, wow. we took Amber, who is another manager over at Revival, um, we took her knowledge in um, uh, charcuterie plates, yep. Yep. and then we took um, Lainey's knowledge in um, catering, because they do excellent work at Revival for catering. If you ever need any catering done, any charcuterie plates, go see Lainey, she's awesome. And then obviously Leonora is a psalm, and so she's got huge huge wine knowledge and then my bourbon knowledge um so we did an event where how to throw a party like a boss babe cool. and we took all of our knowledge and we we're like if you ever want to throw like a badass party <laughs> yeah um we yeah we did an event and we had um guests come in and they asked us questions and yeah it was it was really fun so we realized we we're like wow we are boss babes like we got a lot of strong women in this yeah. in this uh company that's a good affirmation. I am a boss babe. I am a boss babe. <laughs> she makes shirts. We should. Yeah. <laughs>
So I guess with affirmation and inspiration, is there anything specific that inspires you on your daily life, in your daily life, or whether it be family or in the city of Houston, or maybe even vacation, something that you see? Is there certain things that you pull out or you go back to to find more inspiration? Um, you know, I think one of the biggest inspirations for me, and especially in Houston, is the diversity okay. of Houston. Yeah. You know, Houston is such diverse city, and, you know, you have so many restaurants and bars in the city. I would say it's the haven for the food. You know, the yeah. food is amazing. Have, have you all seen Chris Shepard's new cookbook? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it is yeah. off the chain. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's one of my biggest inspirations is that um, you have we have so much to offer here in the city yeah. for food, for drinks, you know. Oh, um, we have yeah. some of the best cocktail bars in the, in the, in the nation. I think so. Um, some of the best uh, restaurants in the nation. Exactly. And so that's, and then obviously my family, <laughs> my kids. <laughs> I work hard for them, you of know. Course, I work right? hard for my husband and my kids, but yeah. That's, that's, the, that's that, the number one thing is, that's why you work. Oh, it's for yes. your family. Exactly. So, what's your favorite cocktail here? My, here? Yeah. I mean, the ranch water, obviously. <laughs> yeah. You make a mean margarita, though. But I'm more into just drinking like a nice mezcal straight right uh -oh. now. It changes every week. I'm a Gemini, okay? <laughs> yeah. My, depending, depending on the day. I, yeah, depending the on the day. The depending, <laughs> depending on the, you know, if the sun is out or if it's whatever. It was a full moon <laughs> yesterday. So, one thing I, I do have to say about a row in general, not just, you know, with Morgan and with Brian and, you know, you and your team. Uh, you know, I, I do a lot of happy hours here. I do a lot of events here. This is one of my favorite places to throw an event because you're so awesome and, and doing everything. Um, but you're really, really involved in the community. You know, we do that um, the, for the candle lighters of children with cancer and mm -hmm. we do that margarita taste off. And all I had to do was just tell you about it and you're like, in. Yeah, and um, you guys do so much for for not only the Heights but Houston in general. So that's awesome. I mean, is that something when you first jumped in, uh, they were already doing, or were you kind of? Uh, I mean, uh, whenever I first started, you know, being the GM here, there are certain things that I have um, done myself. Um, like for instance, right now we're doing we partnered up with St. Arnold's the gratuity beer. Okay. Um, yeah. So 100% of the proceeds that we sell from that beer goes to Houston Ship Meals for industry oh, people. That's good. Um, so there are certain, and I feel like you know, you have to do stuff like that. Like uh -huh. it's so important to be involved yeah, in the community right. and to um, you know, there's so much going on in this world right now, and to understand everybody's point of view and everybody's opinion yeah. is very it's necessary you know I definitely agree and it's we're at the point where it's, just, it's we need to be back in our communities and understanding each other so we can live cohesively together exactly it's super important and doing whether it be in an event or just some sort of a, a charity action uh, it really brings people together we saw that in the hurricanes that we've had we've had it in just some of the natural disasters as well um, and then, of course, our sports, too. <laughs> so yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. It's about finding that common bond or this that, that sense of kinship within each other. We live here um, in this wonderful city that has so many great things to offer. Yeah, and um, I know Agricole, um, we uh, are huge supporters of No Kid Hungry. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of our main, um, uh, like, 
what's it called? Charitable. Charitable yeah. things yeah. that we do yeah. every year. And obviously candle lighters, which I was so bummed to miss this year. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's still going on. It's still going on. Yeah, September. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> wasn't in April, May, yeah. March. May. March. March. No, March. one of those. Yeah. It's March 7th. March 7th. End of winter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, how, I know it's, it's kind of the, the little black thing on the wall or whatever around, uh, especially the restaurant bar industry. So COVID, I know you guys were shut down for a little bit. Um, you opened to go whenever they said it was okay. Um, and then you finally opened, what, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, just that, I mean, how did you, cause I know it was mostly you, you know, your thought, like you had to not only were you just, okay, open and you had to close. And then you got like a two day kind of window saying, okay, you can do to goes. And then from there, okay, you can open. So you were literally having to run like three different types of a bar yeah. in like three weeks. So tell us a little bit about that. Like, yeah, so uh, all restaurants were forced to uh, do curbside only on March 17th, which, yeah. as you know, is St. Patrick's Day. It's one of the biggest <laughs> days for bars, um, so that was really tough. So we um, all got together, and we, um, you know, with upper management and with my team, and we were like, okay, what are we going to do? Yeah. So we're like, okay, we're going to open up as curbside. Um, so I sent them, I individually called my entire staff. And I said, do you want to work or don't you want to work? Yep. Some people, and you will have a job if you are not ready to come to work, 100% completely understand, course, yeah. no no problem. Um, some people wanted to work and continue working, yep. some people didn't. So the people that wanted to continue working the next day, we opened up and yep. we did curbside. Um, we did all of our tacos to go. And then obviously Abbott said you could do beer and wine to go as well. So we yep. did like the bottles of wine and six packs and... Yep. Um, we ran like that for 90 days, and luckily, Eight Row Flint has the perfect drive-through. Who right. would have thought? Who would have thought? Wild. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we operate it. I like to say which Chick-fil-A has like the best drive-through <laughs> system. Yeah. I like to say that we were up on par on with Chick-fil-A's par. like drive-through yeah, system. Y'all had the handheld. We had everything. the handheld. Yeah. You know, Texas we were 100. Yeah, and so we, you know, we operated like that for 60 days, the whole shutdown, and. Um, we had the second day we were open, we had the health inspector came in. And obviously, like, on the tip of my mind, I was just constantly, you know, my anxiety was so high. Because oh, I was yeah. like, I cannot be responsible for spreading this virus. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, that, like, that is terrifying to me. Uh-huh. And so I did everything, anything that was touched by another person was contaminated. Yeah. Anything and everything. Yeah. Whether it was a pin, whether it was a credit card, yeah. everything was contaminated. I assumed everybody had the virus. And yeah. that was the only way I could go about running yeah. a business, yeah, was just assuming yeah. that everybody had the virus. And so, um, yeah, like I said, everything was contaminated. So we had a clean pile and we had a dirty pile. Yeah. The health inspector came in and said, you guys are doing everything right. Awesome. Don't change That's anything, great y'all are great. And that was the second day we were open. So uh-huh. we continue to operate like that yep. the whole time. And still, right now, we're continue, continuing that. Yep. And so that kind of calmed my anxiety down a little bit. Well, I like all your Texas American title pens. Those are awesome. <laughs> They're all individually wrapped. <laughs> individually wrapped. Yeah. And I, you know what I really, really loved to see was just the camaraderie of, you know, the different restaurants and bars around here. Because I remember I came through and Mastrantos like brought food oh for you all. Oh, my God. And you guys gave them drinks. I'm going to start and crying. It was, just like, it was incredible. It was so cool was just seeing that. It was experience the restaurant industry during a pandemic in Houston, I'm going to really start tearing up. 
was one of the most amazing things I've ever experienced in my life. To see, like, the way, you know, Rachel Bowie from, who now works for Topo Chico, to see her um, do ship meals for people that were out of work. Yeah. Um, you know, not Cantina Barbara, Monkey's Tail, Greg from Monkey's Tail, to see all the money that he uh, put towards industry people. It was just, it was incredible to experience. It really was. That's awesome. It was one of the most heartwarming experiences I've ever ever experienced in my life. It was amazing. And that's a huge effort to our community as Houstonians, as Texans, as uh, people from the South, is just the hospitality, the Southern hospitality. Yeah. And understanding that and the importance of our community that we're in this together. We're playing it through a thick and thin, and we, we, we've seen that, especially over the last couple of years, as we kind of already mentioned, with Harvey and then people coming in to help with that. Um, so it's it's amazing to see and continuing this kind of kinship that we all have with each other that we're going through it together. Yeah, so you know, there, I don't powerful. think any bartender or server or bar backer, yeah. if you were in this industry, there was no reason that you should ever go hungry. Yeah. And yeah. that was the mindset that every restaurant and every bar had. You know, Ronnie Killen, he did uh, free meals. He did yeah. chicken sandwiches. If you just wanted a chicken sandwich, all you had to do was drive through, yeah. tell them, I work in the industry. There you go. Have a good day. That's you awesome. know, it was it was incredible. It was yeah. incredible to experience, and I'm so grateful. And that's one of the reasons that working in this industry is. And how awesome. are your patrons? I mean, I'm because I I had phone calls because you know again this is like my place. I love it here. I had just buddies like texting me saying, "Hey man, um, I stopped by. Uh, I'm buying like a to-go ranch water and this, that, and the other." And they would always say, "Yeah, you know, I tipped them and all this." And so I mean, you know, you guys are, have a very yeah, we are Close so, crowd. so blessed um, to have the clientele that we have, um, you know, our regulars and the relationships, which, you know, the relationships yeah. that we've built with yeah. our, uh, our community is, wow. is what made us keep going. And, um, you know, to see friendly faces, even though you don't see their face because everybody's a mask, but <laughs> to see friendly faces. Friendly uh, eyebrows. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see you smiling with your eyes no, yeah. to see uh, friendly faces come up that you uh, normally would be seeing at a table and you'd be serving them drinks um, to see them while you're closed and they come in and they tip you, they tip my servers, you know, 30, 40%. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. And it made them, my, my staff want to continue working, you know. Right. It was cool. It was a good, you know, to say the least, to say during a pandemic that you had yeah. a good experience because of your clientele and because of the the community and the um, industry that you work in is pretty blessed you know embracing and supporting local yeah that's what it's all about man so what's the law now are you is it still 25 percent inside or so abbott just raised it to 50 percent inside and then the patio has always been it's been 100 percent as long as you are keeping social distancing and um and social distancing, uh, it's now 50% inside, and you can see up to 10 people in a party. Okay. It was six people. Mm. Six to 10. Um, okay. So how we're That's operating currently is we're operating as a restaurant. So you come in, you see the hostess, and you get sat, rather than before you could just come in and roam around yeah. and yeah. do whatever you wanted. But have that anymore cut it out but uh you know people have been really understanding we really yeah. haven't had any issues of people Good. you know trying to being break the rules or being rebel or whatever yeah you have so. to 
Tick them down. Yeah. I'm gonna tickle them. <laughs> Don't break the law. Christina's gonna tickle you. <laughs> Super fun. That's funny. Uh, Christina, so when it comes to like, um, if you were to give advice to someone, whether they wanted to be coming up in the hospitality industry, whether it be someone graduating from college or someone graduating from high school, do you have any advice for just individuals trying to find their way in, in this industry? Sure. Uh, I, you know, like I said before, you have to have a good work ethic. Yeah. You cannot come into this industry and be lazy. Yeah. You cannot come into this industry and be think that you have like your staff is lower than you. Yeah. I create my entire staff just as I would want to be, or yeah. I treat my entire staff just as I want to be course, treated. Yeah. You know, like there's nothing that I would ask them to do that I wouldn't do myself. Yeah. And I, that's the most important thing, is that you have to gain respect and you have to earn respect and you have to work hard. If you don't do any of that, you're just gonna get <laughs> walked all over. Yeah. You know. Um, and then positivity. I never, like I said, I never come through those doors without a smile on my face, and it radiates to my staff. And so, if I were to come in pissed off every day, you know, with that, you know, that's gonna happen. My staff's yeah. gonna be pissed off. It's yeah. going to be a domino effect, and I'll have a whole building of pissed off people, and then the customers will be pissed off, and then yeah. it'll just be, just be bad news. <laughs> Trickle down, Trickle right? down, yeah. man. That's <laughs> not can't, good. Can't have that. Can't have that. <laughs> with, I guess with that in, in mind, how important is coachability, whether it be for uh, your bartenders or other types of management positions within you? Where do you guys are at? Coachability as in like... Um, whether, I guess in a way it's just really listening. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, taking direction, or, taking direction, or, and you know, the, the this industry is, can be a little difficult because you do have people that are are younger, yeah. or you know that um, either they have never worked in this industry or they've worked at a different place where they yeah. ran things differently, and so just um, as soon as you get into that interview and you bring you're wanting to bring somebody on, just be upfront yeah. and tell them like. These are my standards. Yeah. This is what I expect from you. Yeah. If you cannot meet those standards and if you can't meet my expectations, it's not gonna work. Yeah. So just be very upfront, be very vocal about it. Yeah. And so they know exactly what your expectations are before they even start. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, right. 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 So right. I read I read something. Um, there was a news article, I think it was done by the uh, New York Times about you. Um, uh, you had won the Chili's National Bartender oh my Award. God, was, that, was that? Uh, Please tell us about that. that so true? this was <laughs> no. I worked at I worked for Brinker. Um, just like any, I mean, I feel like everybody that has worked in this industry has worked for a chain restaurant some yeah. one time or another. Mm -hmm. um, so, God. 15, no, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, <laughs> I opened up Sawyer Hala, Sawyer Heights. Uh, cool. We opened up that Chili's um, where I met Savannah, who's uh -huh. one of my managers now. We've been friends yeah. for that long. We've worked together for that long. Um, but yeah, I was a bartender there. Nothing <laughs> nothing more to say. That's it. <laughs> well, I, as, I, I'm originally from the hospitality industry as well, and it's kind of a different area, uh, resorts, hotels, oh, yeah. things like that, campgrounds. Um, and one of one things that I, as being part of a family business, and then you always taught to get into more jobs just so you learn different fields. And one of my first jobs was scooping ice cream at a local ice cream parlor. See? Nice. They're doing that, or otherwise being a bar back. Um, so I, I can definitely relate in terms of 
it's all about understanding the management as you come in and listening and also understanding the expectations of, of what the job position is. Uh, it's super crucial. Uh, from what I'm hearing is that it's really about, it's a group effort and it's a cohesive movement to provide this service and continue to do so. so that's truly incredible and I applaud you guys for that. Every time I come in, I've never had a bad experience. That's so. good. And I hope uh, that, you know, I want to say this. I did have a woman that came in, um, I think it was the first day that we opened, so two weeks ago. She hadn't been out of her house since March 17th. Oh, wow. Wow. She has been quarantined in her house since yeah. March 17th. So obviously me, I'm like, okay, I bought her a shot. I was like, <laughs> you need to calm your nerves, honey. Here, please, this is on me. So she was like, okay, thank you. And you could tell her anxiety was so high, you know? Yeah. She was like, just really nervous. And I told her, I was like, look, if you see anything that we're not doing right, or that makes you feel uncomfortable, let me know. Like the only way that I can change it is if I know. As she and after she she was leaving, she probably stayed for like a good two hours. She was leaving and she came up to me and with tears in her eyes, she's like, "I want to tell you." And this is why I love this industry. She's like, yeah. "I want to tell you that I never once felt uncomfortable. That this was one of the best experiences." And I was like, "Thank freaking gosh, man! Like I can't imagine if we did anything wrong." Well, you guys, the one thing that kind of pisses me off is, um, you know, there was a picture of at eight row the first day that you guys had opened and it went on was it cbs like it was it was abc abc national national yeah talking about houston like clay yeah and they were just packed with people and stuff yeah. and it was talking about how houston they were thinking it's going to get bad there's no you know uh, social distancing this then yeah. the other and the freaking cover photo was eight row flint even oh. though they were doing everything completely right you look yeah. at the picture everybody was like because I was actually here, and, here. <laughs> and, um, and I mean, that's, a lot of the tables were closed off. I mean, it yeah. was 10 feet social distancing, and, but yet that was a picture yeah. on the front. On the front, yeah, on the, and it was, yeah, it was pretty upsetting because I've worked really hard to ensure that I am following all protocols. Yeah. And for something like that to happen, it was like, you know, there are certain places in Houston that aren't doing that. Yeah. And that's fine. That's their, of course, that's, they can do that if they want. Yeah. You know, I can't tell anybody what to do. But uh -huh. personally, I know that I am following every protocol and that I am doing everything in my power to ensure that every customer that walks to those stores feels safe, that my staff feels safe, and that, you know, like I said before, I don't want to be the one that is responsible for spreading anything, oh, you know? Yeah, right, exactly. And so, yeah, it was, it was really disheartening because I've worked really hard to come up with a new business plan twice now. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, that was, it was pretty upsetting, but it is what it is, can't change it. So you kind of touched on uh, a satisfying moment with a lady coming in, just getting that reward. Is there any other moments that pop into your mind uh, that was really satisfying or rewarding or maybe even just in a sense of accomplishment, I guess, through your career here at Agricole or Agricole? Oh, I've had so many, many like points of accomplishments here, um, just because Aero Flint's the best bar in Houston. Uh, <laughs> That's all right. You heard it first. Uh, you know, I'm just, uh, there's so many. Um, we have, you know, one of the largest selections of spirits in the city. Yeah. Um, we are constantly doing staff education, and educating my staff is probably my number one priority, is making sure that we are staying, um, we're staying up to date with all the new 
exciting things because this and, the, yep. the, and one of the biggest the funnest and rewarding parts about this industry is that it's forever changing course, you can yeah. never sit back and be like oh i'm good like it's fine we're doing our numbers are hitting it like no that's that never crosses my mind i will always make sure that i am staying on top of the new spirits the new cocktails the new beers the new exciting things that our industry has to offer yeah. and um that's really important don't ever get don't ever get bored don't ever yeah. don't ever get yeah. satisfied in this industry just yeah. make sure that you are you know staying on top of it yeah i, I like that because one of the sayings when i first moved to houston in 2014 was that you always want to be green you always want to be that green tomato always be ripening so i, I always take that to heart. oh i like yeah. that yeah so always be ripening i like that <laughs> stay green stay green <laughs> i like that in many connotations as you are <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jesse, do you have any more questions or? No, I just, you know, thank you so much for letting us interview you. Yeah. Um, Hopefully so, I wasn't too nerdy. Man. I feel like I can get. Nerd. Yeah, it was perfect. Nerd. So, um, <laughs> so does April have an Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, you can. Um, MySpace. Our Instagram handle is at 8 row Flint. Um, we have Facebook, 8 row Flint, And then um, you can go and see our menu at www.8rowflint.com. Um, it's a 30-page menu, so it'll take you a few. It'll take you a few. Yeah, few to look through it, um, and halfway to Pappy's on June 26th. That uh, we'll be doing. If you come in your tie-dye Pappy, which we're still selling for $15, uh, you can get $10 pours of selected proprietary barrels. Perfect. It's awesome. It's awesome. Well, everyone, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. And this is the tradition show. Thank you so much for Christina thank and Angel Point Agricultural Hospitality. Sure. Come visit this place if you haven't been here already. Yes. And come say hi to these wonderful people here. Enjoy, everyone. Cheers.